Welcome to the Chasing Success Podcast. Chasing Success Podcast. The podcast for anyone looking to achieve success. If you're looking to learn, grow, and impact the world around you without sacrificing happiness, this is the podcast for you. Now, here's your host, Zach Wright. Hey everyone, welcome to episode four of Chasing Success Podcast. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about closing the gap on experience. You've probably been in the situation where you're asked to have two years of experience, five years of experience, and it's an entry-level position, or you just don't know how to get that experience without actually being in that position. So those are the things that I want to talk about today. And it's probably one of my biggest pet peeves that I have with the recruitment process, with corporations out there. But I want to talk about ways to navigate that and and how to overcome it. So quick story, my first job out of college was an IT staffing recruiting position. And the reason that I ended up there was at the time, and even now, I'm passionate about people analytics, people operations, and Laszlo Bach was huge. He was the head of operations, people operations at Google. And he, he wrote a book called Work Rules, which I highly recommend. But in that, he was in human resources or what they called people operations. So knowing the background that I have with organizational psychology, psychology in general, and wanting to make work better, I was looking into what types of roles were out there. And all of them, or most of all of them, fell into the realms of human resources. So I started looking at entry-level human resource positions. So that could be an HR coordinator, um, HR generalist, or whatever the title you want to choose, depending on the company. And it seemed like most, if not all, of the positions, entry-level positions, needed two years of experience. So it began the question of how do you get experience without having experience for an entry-level position. So one of the tips that I want to start with is I looked around and determined how I could gain that experience outside of where it was that I was trying to work or outside of the position that I was trying to obtain. And whenever I was thinking of HR, I was thinking, okay, well, recruiting, recruiting is an is a factor of human resources. So I looked around and I realized that IT staffing firms didn't require any experience. A lot of times they required a bachelor's degree, but not necessarily, it wasn't make or break. Um, But I looked around and I found a few positions available for an IT staffing recruiter. And And I went through the recruiting process and I eventually got hired at one where I was able to start my path on um, human resources. So that's one step one or tip one, so to speak, is look around and determine how you can get the experience outside of maybe that specific position 
or if you're in work and you're trying to move up, look outside of your work and see how you can do that. Um, another tip is work for free or get an internship in the area you are trying to gain experience in. And it ties into tip one because if, if you work for free, you can look outside of your work experience. So another example that I have is my father's company that he's an entrepreneur. My father has his own renovations company and I've known for a while that there was some process issues and they could definitely use some help in operations. Well, I didn't have any experience in that, but I definitely wanted to learn more about Lean Six Sigma. If you're not familiar with that, um, Lean is basically how you eliminate waste, defects, things like that to make the company the most effective that it possibly can be. Six Sigma is more so of the variation between what you're doing, how to make it as quick as possible, and have the least amount of issues during that time. So <clears throat> I wanted to be able to apply what I've learned in my certification. I wanted to be able to apply what I've learned in books and one of the ways that I could do that was to start working with him as an operation and strategy person. Now, I worked there for three years, two to three years, maybe even four, for free. The goal wasn't to get paid more at that time. It was to gain the experience that I could use in the progression of my career. Um, so what I was able to do with that, and now you have to take this seriously, even though you're not getting paid, you have to take it seriously where you can use this type of stuff on your resume. You know, you can use it as a volunteer or you can use it as an internship, um, but you want to take it seriously where you can have legitimate descriptions on your resume. And now this, that's, for if you're trying to get a position, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, then that experience is going to be priceless. I mean, that's what we use at IMEO. Some of the stuff that I, I've done with his company, um, that helped us determine some of our services that, we're gonna, that we use at IMEO. Now, the other tips are find a mentor, whether that is through a person or books or videos there's tons of resources out there on youtube there's tons of resources if you're watching the video i mean i probably have 50 books behind me 50 books behind me that have helped me grow tremendously whether or not i've used every single thing in every single book that i read specifically to a position is not even actually the point it's to have a toolbox of knowledge in your mind that if you get into a situation at work or if you get in a situation at the company that you run you know how to think outside of the box or you know how to have a different perspective on a certain situation and that's the whole thing with books and mentorships uh, whether that's a person books video 
it's going to give you a different perspective on what you think because <laughs> not every idea that you have is the greatest you know that's something that you have to learn to grow um but books i highly recommend them and a way to determine what types of books that that you should be reading is let's say that you're you're watching a specific video or the mentor tells you about something and he knows he or she knows what you're trying to accomplish um, by having them as a mentor or the video knows what you're trying to accomplish by what you type in the search bar now if they offer a book and another one is podcast I can't believe that I forgot that on a podcast um, but if you're listening to these things these people or these videos or podcasts and they mention a book chances are you should read that book <laughs> because you specifically search that or you specifically sought out that mentor and that book is going to help translate into what you're trying to accomplish as a person in chasing success so that's tip number three um, tip number four is depending on where you are in your career it might be for you it might not be for you I think it could be for anybody it just depends on what you're trying to do so if you're trying to accomplish the most amount of experience in the shortest period of time then try to work for a startup company I recently was working for a startup company in Charlotte North Carolina where I was brought on as an operations analyst and one of the things that actually got me hired was the experience that I had with my father's company because the because of the results that we saw we saw an increase in revenue not gross profit but revenue actually what he brought home by a thousand one hundred and fifty two percent I put that on my resume <laughs> and they saw that along with the Lean Six Sigma certification and said okay we gotta have this guy he, he knows what he's doing so that actually helped me get into this startup company I was brought on as an operations analyst they had a lot of issues with their processes they weren't necessarily structured in an organization and I came in there and was able to streamline a lot of processes fairly quickly um, and within five months I was promoted to the program management office lead which is PMO if you've heard of that um, and I was able to create the entire program management office from scratch and that experience in such a short period of time I would probably say the total time was nine or ten months or, or less actually and that experience now you have to be dedicated highly motivated do a lot of research because I've never ran a PMO at the time and you have to be able to do that type of background work to be able to be successful in it so and I, I know if you're listening to this you probably are <laughs> from the the title of the, the podcast and that's what you searched in the toolbar um, but being able to have that experience working at a startup and being a part of the I would even say being a part of the leadership team in a sense because every single meeting that I had the chief delivery officer or chief technology officer or chief 
operating officer was on the call. And that gave me a lot of experience working with C-suite executives and, and certain things like that. So that amplified my experience exponentially. Now, some companies aren't going aren't gonna to look at that as you having um, five years of experience in, in one year, but you'll be able to talk to that interviewer and tell them exactly what you've done. Um, and then the other piece, which kind of is a good segue, or the other tip is, is find a way to translate it to work experience in the future. So as I was mentioning with my father's company, I was working as the operations and strategy specialist, manager, whatever you want to call it. And that experience allowed me to get into an operations role, which was my next move in my career, going from looking at HR to really being more of an operations person. And then I was actually able to use some of the experience that I learned at my father's company to get promoted. And not only get promoted, I actually, in June or July of last year, 2020, I started IMEO, Improving Management Employees and Organizations. And some of the things that we focus on is creating organizational structure. And, and the whole background of what I made my background look like was the reason that I was able to do these things and the reason that I was able to start my own company and feel fairly confident <laughs> in being able to do that, you know? So being able to take these five tips and apply it to your life, you're able to close the gap on experience. So just to run through them very quickly again. So look around you and determine how you can get the experience outside of where you work or where you're trying to work. What is the other option that you can do to gain the experience to get to where you want to be? My example was starting at an IT staffing firm so I can go into human resources. My career changed during that process, but that's what my approach was and it worked. The second one is work for free or get an internship in the area you are trying to gain experience in. Again, my example was working for my father's company as an operations person using my Lean Six Sigma background. Yours might be different. If you're trying to start a clothing boutique in person, like a, a brick and mortar, maybe you don't start right away. You go and work for a small boutique that is similar to what you're trying to do. Maybe that's what you do. I have a client right now who works at a car dealership and we're in the process of building his own car dealership. So he's able to take their mistakes and learn from them and grow and become better before he even launches his own company. So that's an idea. The next one is find a mentor where whether that's through a person or a book, video, or podcast, research the areas that you're trying to grow in, see how other people did it. Again, books are probably my favorite way to do this. 
um, because there's so much experience in those books. And a lot of books that I read, leadership, management, operations, cultural books for organizations, they provide a framework or a methodology that you can take and apply directly into your organization. I've done that several times where I've been reading a book and, it, and it's applied to what I was doing at the time. And I take it to my manager and say, hey, I have this idea. Sometimes they'll say yes, sometimes they'll say no. But if you can get that pilot project up and running, then that's a win for trying to grow your your experience and cutting down the gap that people might say you have. Then the next one is work for a startup company. As I mentioned, that one's not going to be for everybody, but I think that the ability to work at a startup company and gain experience exponentially. One of the things that I didn't mention at the, the startup company that I was working for was I actually ended up doing the financial reports where I've never done that before. Now, I can probably go into an organization and be a business operations manager easily where I can work with people, do the hiring, I can work with the financials, analyze the P&L, the balance sheet, the cash flow statement, and being able to do all those things actually helps. And then in addition, doing the process side of things. So see if you can capitalize on each step of your career. It, some of the steps might not be um, up the stairs, so to speak. It might be more of a lateral move, but you have to almost look at it like an investment. Does this step forward make sense in the direction that I'm trying to go, right? And then the last piece or the last tip is find a way to translate it to the work experience. And we'll probably talk about vision in another episode, but if you think about what you're trying to accomplish, your end goal for your career, what is the top of the top? For me, it's probably chief executive officer, maybe chief operating officer, but definitely somewhere in the executive suite, if not owning my own company, making IMEO very successful, which fingers crossed we do that. But that's what my goal is. And whenever I was thinking about how can I close the gap on experience, those are the types of questions that I was asking. And that's not where you stop. You take the vision or the end goal and you reverse engineer it, which I might have talked about this before, but if you reverse engineer something, what you're doing is you're seeing where you need to start and also identifying the steps that it will take to get to the end goal. So for me, whenever I decided that I wanted to go into operations, I started researching job descriptions on the different types of things that I had to do to get into an entry-level operations position, much like I did with the human resources and, and staffing firm. So that's how you start, but then as you grow, you need to continue to adapt and learn what it is that will get you to the point that you're trying to achieve, which is success. <laughs> so I hope that these five tips, I think it's five. <laughs> if it's wrong, just ignore that. But it, I hope these five tips really help you in closing the gap on experience. Because if you're in this situation, you probably are frustrated. 
but don't give up. Look around, think outside the box and find a way to overcome the challenges that people are trying to put in front of you, <laughs> you know? Um, so I hope this, this episode was, was beneficial for you. And thank you for listening to episode four of Chasing Success podcast. And we'll continue to create these. Like I said before, I think in the first episode, hopefully we can get some people on here to have some interviews and see how they've gone about it. Or if you're listening to this and you have a story that you want to tell that we can talk about on the podcast, definitely send it over our way. My email is zwright, Z-W-R-I-G-H-T, at imeo company or imeoconsulting.com. That's I-M-E-O consulting.com. So we look to see those emails and we look to we look forward to see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.